Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's in Smithtown, and I am here once again at home recording an episode for you guys. Again, I just want to give you guys a few minutes uh, for some mental training to train your mindset to think about things on a little deeper level while we all have a little bit more free time on our hands. That's why it's so important to me to get this podcast out to you guys every week and why it's also important to me that you guys share it as often and as much as you can. The more that you share, the more people can hear the message and everybody needs a little help with their mindset these days because we're all going a little stir crazy, I don't doubt. Today, what I really want to talk about is the essential ingredient for success. The single thing that determines whether or not a person is going to get better at something, if they're going to improve and if they're going to master that skill, if they're going to see the results that they want to see. Now, I get asked all the time from my students and even from people who are just vaguely interested in what I do is, how do you get better at martial arts? It's right, up, right along there. The, the, the second most common thing that I'm asked that goes right along with this, right after I make a correction to a student's technique is, this feels kind of weird, doesn't feel right. And the answer that I always give them in both questions is exactly the same. Put in the repetitions. I once heard a great martial arts instructor tell a very similar story to this idea. He was talking about one of his students who was having a hard time throwing a round kick, for example. So he walked over to them and he corrected it. And he said, Sensei, it feels weird. He goes, all right, throw it 2,000 more times and tell me if it still feels weird. Obviously, after that, it certainly wouldn't feel weird. See, the secret to success, it's no secret at all. It's nothing that we don't know. And it is consistency. Consistency, very simply put, if we wanted to... Well, let's start with a definition, and then we can, we can get into it a little bit more. So consistency is conformity in the application of something, typically that which is necessary for the sake of logic, accuracy, or fairness. So another definition here, the achievement of a level of performance that does not greatly vary in, the, in quality over time. In my opinion, that applies even more. To martial arts, that second definition. I think it's the single greatest determinant of a person's success. If they are consistent, they will be successful at whatever they set out to do. If they're that student of the sensei I was talking about who is trying to fix their round kick, they need to be consistent. But I wanted to run through a few examples with you guys. The first one that crossed my mind was the example of diet. See, there are a great many popular diets out there, ones that you hear about all the time. And of course, I don't believe a lot, all of them are healthy. There are some that are healthy, there are some that are not. But every popular diet, you will lose weight. Otherwise, it wouldn't be popular. It's really hard to be a popular diet if a person's not going to lose weight doing it. You need to see the results, otherwise no one would ever hear about it. See, the results of that diet, they're determined by how consistently that person sticks to that diet. Are they falling off at a diet all the time? Are they taking cheat days all of the time? Are they t- having some periods of time where they're on for a long period of time and then they say, oh, 
I just need a break from this. Are they yo-yoing back and forth in their nutritional choices and therefore the results from those nutritional choices? One diet you hear about very frequently these days is keto. And one of the things you hear most commonly about keto is how difficult it is to maintain keto. People talk about, oh, I, just, I, I need a week off, I need a weekend off. And then what happens? It messes them all up, it takes them a while to get back into things, and then after a couple of weeks, once they're back in their system, then it works again. Why? Because they stopped being consistent. I don't know if, if keto is the most healthy way for a person to eat, I personally don't think so, but everybody's a little bit different. However, it will work if a person is consistent to it. So let's look at exercise next. I don't want to look globally at exercise, like at exercise in general. I want to stay real simple. And instead, I want to take a specific example because it's a little easier to wrap our head around. Obviously, this same idea applies to exercise, but I think it's a little easier for us to digest if we think about it in a simpler way, if we just think about it as a single exercise. So let's just take one that I know a lot of people struggle with, basic but hard and therefore very effective, push-ups. How do you get better at doing push-ups? The answer is very simple. It's the same way you get better at golfing, it's the same way you get better at bowling, it's the same way you get better at tennis, and the answer is simple. You do push-ups. The easiest thing to do would be to set yourself a routine. Whether it be a certain number you're gonna attempt to do every day, or right before you get in the shower, you do as many push-ups as you can, or whatever your routine is going to be. Maybe you do it every other day, so you can you do several sets, so you make it a real hard workout. And then, once you set that routine, and make sure it's a challenging one, once you set it, do it. Stick to the routine. Don't skip. Because if you do that, if you stick to the routine, if you've set a good, proper routine where you're doing push-ups every day or every other day, this magic is going to happen over a very short period of time. Magically, you're going to get better. All of a sudden, those push-ups that you struggled to do, when you could have maybe done one or two, now you're doing 12 or 15 without stopping. Before you know it, you'll be at 30 or 50. It's magic, right? No, it's consistency. Consistency is the thing that makes a person better at whatever they do. Let's go right to martial arts again. Again, this works for martial arts as a whole, but again, to make it easy for us to wrap our brain around, let's stick with a single technique. Let's think about a left hook. So if you're making a correction to your left hook, whatever the, uh, the left hook is, whatever the correction to that left hook is, I should say, the answer to that correction lies in the repetitions. Right? Understand how it should feel. Understand what the correction is. Understand how that right way feels. Do it slowly, then slightly faster, and then slightly faster, and do it again and again and again and again. And the more that you throw that left hook, the more it becomes natural. You've developed the consistency in your technique. I heard a very, very, very good martial arts instructor who I respect a lot say this, and I've been trying to tell my students to do the same. An amateur practices a technique until they do it correctly. A professional trains a technique until they can't get it wrong. So here's a great story on uh, that same vein. K1 
Cain Velasquez. He's a great guy to think about when it comes to consistency in martial arts. For you guys who have never heard of Cain Velasquez before, Cain Velasquez is arguably one of the top mixed martial arts heavyweights of all time. Now, uh, Cain Velasquez came from a great wrestling program uh, in college and so forth. He, ach he achieved great heights in his wrestling career, but he became most well-known as a UFC heavyweight and eventually the UFC heavyweight champion. So he trains in a gym called American Kickboxing Academy and the head trainer at American Kickboxing Academy, AKA they go by, is Javier Mendez. So it's told uh, from all the guys who know Cain Velasquez and train with him that everybody noticed Cain the second he walked in. He was big and he was athletic and he was a great wrestler and he was excellent right away. But he wasn't yet a known, he wasn't yet a professional, he wasn't yet known, he wasn't yet at a really high level. So he was competing with all sorts of guys who already were all of those things. Already a professional, already competing in mixed martial arts, and he was competing with them for the coach's attention. Specifically, uh, the story goes that he wanted uh, Javier Mendez to have a pad session with him, to hold some pads for him and get uh, you know, a good kickboxing session with him, with him, in with him, I should say, to help Kane grow those kickboxing skills. And Javier was working with one of the other fighters in AKA, I couldn't tell you who, and Kane's trying to, you know, hang out and get Javier's attention, and it's just not working. And finally, Kane kind of sheepishly goes up to him after a little while and says, "Excuse me, coach. Do you think I, I could hit the pads with you for a while?" And to kind of like blow Kane off, Javier goes, "See that bag over there? That, that that punching bag? Go over there and kick that bag a thousand times. Once you've done that, come back to me." Really, he was just trying to like brush Kane off, or you know, see if Kane was actually serious about wanting to take the sport seriously or if he was just there for the short haul. So then Kane went over and he round kicked the bag a thousand times. And then the next day he did it again. And that became a staple of Kane's training sessions. Every single time he would finish a training session, the last thing he would do before leaving the mat is he would kick the bag a thousand times which is ridiculous, obviously, not only in terms of challenging, but in terms of, of what that's going to do to your musculature, in terms of what that's going to do to your technique, and wow, how strong you have to be mentally to do it. But it's going to do insane things for your cardiovascular conditioning, and it's going to get you really good at kicks. Well, there's two things that Cain Velasquez was known for throughout his entire career. First, conditioning. That guy as a heavyweight could push a pace that was incredible, absolutely incredible as a heavyweight. And he was known for his leg kicks. Beautiful technique, absolutely no fat as Joe Rogan likes to put it. And just very sharp, very powerful leg kicks, all probably coming from kicking that bag so many times. Again, I don't think you guys need to all go kick bags a thousand times, but it's a great story and the value of consistency and just an idea of mindset. Now, here's the thing we have to consider about, about consistency and the way it works as well. It works in both directions. It doesn't only work positively, it also works negatively. That same great res instructor who I res respect very much, 
also says this, you are what you do repeatedly. In other words, if you repeatedly practice bad habits, you're going to reinforce them. This is especially true in physical skills. You see this all the time with athletes. If you watch like a baseball player take a bad swing or a golf player take a bad swing, as soon as they do, they step back out of the box and they immediately take a good swing because they're trying to get the good muscle memory back into their mindset. But you see it in in fighters that train and so forth. If you see a guy that consistently drops their hands when they throw a cross, well, guess what? Their hands are going to drop when they throw a cross when they need to protect their head. This is why technique is so important. It's why when my students are very, very tired and they feel like they can't hit the bag as hard or they can't hit the pads really hard, instead of standing there and taking a break, I urge them to continue to work in a very technical fashion. Even if they can't put the steam on those punches and kicks that they would like to, I want them to still practice the technique because muscles, they get tired. Absolutely. That's what muscles do. But technique never does. That's why it's so important to reinforce good technique. Now, aside from technique, this also goes for our habits. Think about it. If you're a person who consistently loses your keys, that becomes one of the staples of your routine. Where are my keys? Where are my keys? Where are my keys? If you're late, you're consistently late. You're not magically on time sometimes. And if you are, people are astonished. As a my uncle says, uh, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and again. So if you're that late person and you show up on time, everybody's like, oh, look, here's one of the few times they found that nut. Right? If you're a person who's unprepared all the time, again, these things don't change magically. If you eat poorly, and so on and so on and so on. We're human beings. We are routine built. In other words, when you do things a certain way, you tend to always do them a certain way. Think about it. We all have our, our, we can think back to our grandparents and so forth and the way they did things and even the way they would like come home from work, what they would do when they came home from work. Uh, My grandfather wore grooves in his carpet uh, from walking the same places and the same paths in in his basement because he was very consistent in how we do everything. His routine was very similar. So if these are negative habits, you're reinforcing all the things you don't want to do. That's why it's so important that if you want to make a change, that you commit to making that change and you stay consistent to it for a period of time. They say it takes three weeks, 21 days to build a new habit. It's the same with routine. If you want to change your routine, if you want to start taking multivitamins, if you want to be the person who's on time, or doesn't lose their keys. You've got to build that new habit and you've got to commit to doing it consistently for a very imp- uh, for a, a, a stringent part, period of time, doing it the same way without changing it for an, ex- an extended period of time. See, inherently, I believe we all know about consistency. I think we were taught consistency at a very small age. I think we were all taught it in kindergarten or whatever age it is that you start to learn how to write your letters. Think back to learning how to write you when you learned how to write your letters for me. I think we all got the same ditto. It was a solid line on top, a dotted line in the middle, a solid line on the bottom. And in between those two solid lines, 
there was a capital letter A, right? And then a dotted letter A, and then another dotted letter A, and then just a whole bunch of open lines. So we would trace the dotted letter A, and then we would trace it again, and then it was our job to write it over and over and over again. And by learning how to do that skill, you still do it that way to this day. One of my friends, Sensei Mike Stein, uh, from the Tiger Shulman School in Rigo Park, tells a story about the way his little sister learned how to write the number eight. Right? Instead of making that zigzag, that figure eight that we all know how to do, where you start your pencil, you never take it off the paper, you make almost an S, and then you continue through to finish the eight. His sister, from a very young age, made a circle, picked her pencil up, and made another circle that touched it. And it was funny because now, as an adult, he noticed her writing an eight not long ago, and she still does it that same way that was reinforced from her inferior practice when she was younger. Now she's stuck making those two circles instead of that figure eight for forever. But even more importantly than technique, we know this about people, right? Think about your circle for a second. There is a friend in your circle who you know that if you're all going to go see a movie, you know you can't tell that friend what time the, mu the movie actually starts. If the movie starts at 8.15, you cannot tell them 8.15. Because if you tell them 8.15, they're showing up at 8.30 or 8.45. And they're going to be struggling to find you in the dark. Or you're waiting for them in the lobby, tapping your foot, wondering where the heck they are. All right? You know if the movie starts at 8.15, you got to tell them the movie starts at 7.50. And then they'll be there in plenty of time. Or if you have dinner reservations, you got to do the same thing. Oh, they're going to seat us at 7. They're going to seat us at 7 when really they're hoping to seat you at 7.30. And we, all, we have people like that of various different types in our circle. Right? The person who's always losing their keys or always losing their wallet. But you also know people the other way. Who if you tell them 7, 7 means 7. You know that if you tell them, hey, can you call me at 10 o'clock? Your phone is ringing at 10 o'clock. Not 10.01, not 9.59, at 10 o'clock your phone is ringing because they're that consistent. And you know it because of the behavior you see all the time. See, people never can really hide from you who they are. Actions always speak louder than words, right? We know a person who <laughs> is blowing some smoke when they're talking about Oh, yeah, I'm always on time. I'm always on time. And then you see them and they're not always on time. Or, you know, I, I'm really sticking to this diet. I'm really sticking to this diet. And then you see on social media the things they're posting up and they're not even close to sticking to it. They talk a big game, but their actions are exactly the opposite. And consistent talk doesn't do nearly as much as consistent work. Think about it with athletes. We see this with athletes all the time. Like I remember uh, probably 10 years ago, maybe more now, there was a second baseman for the Yankees, Chuck Knobloch. And he was a very good player when he was on. But it was crazy because Chuck Knobloch, if there was this crazy in-the-hole in the uh, line drive in between him and the shortstop, he would magically get there, make this fantastic diving catch, and still manage to throw the runner out of first base. But then on the next play, someone hit a ground ball right at him, and it would go in between his feet. It was incredible. He was so inconsistent. He was a great player, just inconsistent. And we see the same thing in the sport of mixed martial arts. I'm sure if you guys are fans, you've heard commentary before a fight 
where they're saying, oh, I wonder which version of this fighter is going to show up because that makes all the difference. It's certainly true because there are a great many athletes of, of every sport where they either show up or they don't and they're not consistent that way. See, consistency is the secret to a person's success. When you see people who show up consistently, magically they're successful. I think of like the, the current UFC lightweight champion, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Always in shape, very consistent in his approach, very disciplined. That man is like the picture of consistency. And as a result, he's consistently successful. And I think you see that in every successful person. They're as consistent as could be on everything. So here's a little challenge for you for the next week. See what you can do consistently to work closer to where you want to be. Even if it's just making a good habit, like taking five minutes to stretch in the morning, or doing 30 push-ups before you get in the shower, or not losing your keys. Whatever it is that you can be consistent at this week, I challenge you to do it. See how quickly you can make a new habit, and then stick to it. Because consistency, keeping that routine the same all the time, finding that same definition, Right, finding exactly what I talked about before, the achievement of a level of performance that does not vary greatly in quality over time. Find that consistency, stick consistently to it, and see how quickly your outcome changes. That's all I have for you today, my friends. With that in mind, you can always reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. Find me on social media. I'm at Twitter and Instagram at Sensei underscore Leonelli. I'm, at Facebook, I'm on Facebook at Sensei-James Leonelli. And you can find more about my school on Facebook, facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, we are TSMMA underscore Smithtown. Um, you can go online, find more about us at tskSmithtown.com. To find out about Tiger Shulman as a whole, go to tsk.com. To find the podcast, we are on Instagram at tssmithtownpodcast. I would love to hear from you guys, get feedback, questions, um, things you'd love to hear me talk about, all sorts of stuff. I'd love to hear from you. Please don't be shy to reach out. With that being said, my friends, please rate this on whatever app you're listening to it. Share it. That's the most important. And subscribe, please. Until then, I will see all of you guys on the mat.